the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. This is episode 209 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Welcome, 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 everybody. Of course, the usual suspects are here with us today. Welcome back, Tony and Bam. Tony, how are you feeling after that crazy weekend? Tired, heat exhausted. I literally laid in front of the bank for a couple, like 30 minutes, and I went back home and just passed out. I, I had no energy after they just soaked everything out of me. Sapped. Sapped is the word, but excited all all the well because... Dude, we got a huge win after a very long time and a lot of pain, but we got them back. So that, that of course, added a little energy. I had a couple of health-related issues as well due to the game and the heat. First time ever for that, but it is what it is. Uh, you just power through. That That's how it goes. Um, of course, Tony celebrated a birthday, everybody. So happy birthday to Tony there. All right. Like He's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. It's okay. We'll be nice. He doesn't have to talk about that. We'll be kind. <laughs> Uh, but of course, Bam is here as well. How are you doing today, Bam? I'm good. I'm good. Um, just getting through life. Um, looks like we're starting to open up this week in Victoria. So got some stuff to look forward to. And 9 p.m. curfew's leaving. Our 15 kilometer radius is leaving. Now, explain what they mean by a 15 kilometer radius. I gotta gotta ask. So yeah, at the moment. I can only travel 15 kilometers from my house. So in any direction, 15 kilometers, that's the max I can travel due to they want to keep the virus in local areas. So spreading all around the state and all that kind of stuff. So back when this lockdown started, it was a 5k radius. Then I upped it to 10k's, then I upped it to 15. So I can go to any of the grocery stores in a 15 kilometer radius of my place. That's wild. So basically, it's because of contact tracing, right? In case you come yeah. up, they know at least you got that far. And we can figure it out from there. Uh, but it, like you said, the sun is coming out in more than one way, right? Uh, a little more freedom, a little more liberty, a little more uh, earning it, right? Because everybody's getting their vaccinations, right? Yep, yep. Uh, today was supposed to hit 90% first dose in my state, which... And then Thursday, we should hit 70% second dose. And in 10 days after that, 80% second dose. So when that happens, I should hopefully be back at work. Sounds like you guys are going to be completely out of it in the open before we will. That rate. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, the sooner we get Bam over here to visit us yet again, back to the North End doing his thing, the better. Uh, you know, that that's, that's what we've been missing. We haven't had Bam here. No Disneyland. No... No North End, so we know that with with his vaccinations, travel will open up to him yet again, so we'll get him back in the North End. Who knows? Maybe for a playoff game. We never know. We never know, but I know he's itching, and we can't wait to have him back. No doubt about that. So, brother, again, happy to hear that things are getting better on your end, uh, and that we'll get you here soon enough. And, of course, the bright note as well is that we got a darn win. Finally. Uh, got the result we needed. Uh, the other results after didn't quite fall our way and we'll talk about that but the midweeks did so we're in the race again uh it's not too far away basically we're two two match days away you could say 
uh, from catching up. So we'll talk about that today. We'll break down San Jose. We'll preview FC Dallas, which is a little bit of a bizarro preview, but we got to do it. It's five o'clock on Wednesday. So we will cover that as well. And then any other crazy news that might be coming up. And I heard a couple things. So yeah, that's pretty much the story uh, as we've got that. So Without any further delay, let's get right into the match that was. LAFC faced off against the Smurfs this weekend, a team that had burnt us twice and embarrassed us, uh, and it was time for a little payback. At least that's what we were hoping and praying for against a team that pretty much had our number this season. So going into it, um, starting lineup-wise, did you guys get any surprises? Right? Not much of a shocker as to what we saw out there. Uh, Blackman was in goal again. I think we're, we're safe to say that uh blackman is looking like he's our starter from here on out i don't think there's any shock by that Mm -hmm. uh the stuff we saw in the previews and and messaging pretty much suggests it's his job to lose at this point uh and so that's that's the reality of it he's gonna work into this lineup and stay into this lineup i don't you know unless it's completely egregious that's where we're at now back line we had murillo anchoring it we had farfen next to him and fall I know some were predicting Ibiaga. Didn't happen. It was Farfan this time, which I think we suggested a little bit last episode that, you know, maybe, maybe. And then here's the fun one. Everybody's constant. Raheem Edwards was your left wing back. Philly. I'm we just got to expect it now. He's going to find a way to put him in the lineup, right? So say there you go. Favorite player. <laughs> Scar's yeah, favorite player, yes. I, you know, I love Raheem's intensity. I'll say that. The intensity is I'll say good. Passion. Uh, and passion. Yeah. Dude, he does bleed for it, guys. I, I think that's the one thing that I think we all can love from him is, is he believes in it. You know, he's going to give everything he's got. He's going to get yellow cards in the process and all kinds of other stuff. But, you know, you don't have to sell him on it. He's going to push every match. So I think that's what's gotten him in this lineup each week because he's got some fire. And fire is a good thing. Uh, in the mid, you had uh, Blessing and Janela. Sifuentes as your attacking option. Uh, uh, left wing back was Kim. Uh, so that was not a surprise. I think we all kind of said, well, it's probably going to be him. I think Palacios was a surprise. Maybe just because of travel, but he didn't get the start. Uh, up top, hey, I predicted this one. Uh, we had Orango <laughs> and Musavski. What? It happened. Uh, Musaski uh, earned his spot. That's what happened. Uh, he, you know, work rate gets you places. So he got his starts. Uh, Brian Rodriguez obviously was traveling, right? So a little less rest than the, than the, than the group. So, yeah, I think that kind of made sense as to what, what was going on there. Uh, Bam, what did San Jose do to match this lineup? What was their approach to this thing? San Jose's pr- approach was as follows. So obviously, Mark and Kowalski in goals. Um, also had Abakasis, Alanis, Nathan, Yule, Judson, Salinas, Espinoza, Trophies, Ebobisi, and Kikanovic. That was their starting lineup. So one surprise to the lineup for us uh, was Ebobisi, right? Uh, concussion yeah. protocols right into the lead up. He was out and now he was cleared. This would be the match that he came in. Um, I guess Vega was the guy that lost his role to that. Is that that's what we could kind of uh, assume in a way? Um, yeah, that's what we and Cal, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, uh, no surprise, Chofis, uh, 
uh, was who he was. So in terms of their approach to it, how did it look from them? What was their early stage? What did you see from them in the early, early stages of this match? Um, for me, it seems as though they were pushing to, to try and score, but just couldn't get through. Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't sit back, right? That doesn't happen anymore with these guys. No, it's gone no. now. The hard part, part, hard part for me fear. was, yeah, to, mm-hmm. hard part for me was early in the game was about six forty-five a.m. I was just trying to wake up, so. See, that's Premier League for the rest of us here. Like that's that's Premier League life right there. Premier League's one a.m. for us. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> Your next day's blown. Just deal with it. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, I, I saw the same thing. The aggressiveness was there. It's what we expected from the last two games we played. Same thing. Uh, they tried to dictate things, but a little different from our approaches that we were we were focused on that counterattack. Uh, early on, you could see we were willing to give up possession to get rushes on these guys. There was no question that we were okay with that. We weren't trying to completely hold the ball. It wasn't that vibe from us at all. It was running gun counter. Uh, so, you know, a little change, a little different look at things. Now, Tony, turning points for the match. What stood out to you in this one from from the get go? Uh, from the get go, it was just the aggression. Um, we knew that we had to press them really hard because their defense is not the greatest. And um, we, like we said before, their goalkeeper is in the top the top three for saves per game, but that's because he gets a lot of shots on him. Uh, the other thing that was a good turning point is uh, Blackman finally has a save in his professional LAFC career. <laughs> Dude, he had more saves in this game than he's had in his entire career with the club. Exactly. <laughs> I think it was, it was five, I think, was the saves, and that was, you know, the first five he didn't get. So, hey, improvement, improvement. I'm trying to be nice, everybody. I really am. Uh <laughs> So third minute on, what happened? All right. So pretty much in the third minute, if you weren't in your seat or trying to get as much water as you can, because it was a hot day, it was we were all drenched. We'll talk about that later at the end of the game. But uh, Sifu recovers, recovered and passed it to an open Chicho. Chicho pulls the defender away from the goal and he'll put back, it back to Moose in, in the middle just for an easy slot goal. Puts up a head. And again, us as a team, we have to. It's always the first 20 minutes and then the last 20 minutes. So, un, luckily, we started off really hot and we just continued keeping it on because pretty much 15th minute, Janela um, heads it to Blessing. He loses it. Sifu recovers it in the air and heads it right to Chicho and he tries to shoot it again. But unfortunately, that shot was blocked by, uh, by San Jose. Mm-hmm. And then the one that scared us the most, and we'll have a conversation about it like after I finish this, is there was a miscommunication between Fall and Kim on that play, which almost gave it to Ibase. And literally all he had to do was just a soft touch. And luckily Blackman had a, a brick, like a pretty much enough to tap it to give it enough, not enough speed to pass it. And then Kim, or as uh, Philly says, Kim, what was it? Kim Moon Swan. Thank you. Kim Moon Swan. Like glided to that ball. A goal line since saved us. So, and yeah, so that was a very, I don't know what happened there. Um, again, fall is still young. So there was a miscommunication and it's not about English because we all know 
whatever language you need we've provided so there's something that happened there so i don't know where it was what do you think joseph split second of hesitation is is death in this sport i mean that, that, that's it is somebody didn't somebody didn't take lead <laughs> that's pretty much what that was um you know normally you would think the center back would be the one that would be the one taking lead right you're the center back uh that didn't quite happen we got caught up keeper comes out gets past him give kim Un Juan full credit uh that was one of the best recoveries he he's had this year uh mm-hmm. you know giving us b- best impression of eddie segura uh, saving one off of the line and getting the job done. Uh, it was slop. We've done a lot of those this year. We'll talk about one early, later in the game that was slop. Um, you know, we're used to this now. It's just nice that we're saving them off the line and saving ourselves from those moments. So that's what I thought. It was just, again, our, our sloppy defending situation where we just panic in our own end. Uh, we did that last time we played them. This time we just kind of got the get-out-of-jail-free card by, by getting a line uh, save off the line. Uh, Bam, your take on this? Yeah, I agree completely. Like, miscommunication there. It's hard to point blame with both of them because you've got a player who's new to the side and a player who's just young and new full stop. So there's going to be miscommunications. The fact that one of them, Kim, stepped up and went, let's try not get this cost us a goal, gets on the line, clears it off, one of the best lines clearance I've seen in a long time, and keeps it 1-0 to, to us. Mm-hmm. That simple? Yeah, I mean, you know, simple. You don't don't think about it, just do it, right? Um, and that, that's what he did. So uh, moving forward, 26th minute. Um, 26th minute, Edwards has is on top of the goal, gives a nice pass to Ticho, and it didn't even go for the ball and just took him out. It wasn't even... There was no question that was a, a penalty kick. I, I've i heard people try to argue that it was not a penalty kick, but there was no guidance on the ball. That was literally, let's smash him and not even let him go through. So only took, like, after two minutes of the shenanigans, it always is a PK of people arguing, someone on the floor, blah, blah, blah. Um, teachers just slots it in for the goal because he's right now he's Mr. Automatic on penalty kicks at the moment. He He's our new – he's Vela pretty much in 2019 where he just – you give him a penalty kick, it's going to go in. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And He's cool to these. He just doesn't seem any, any, any sense of nervousness. It's just – I got a job to do. I'm going to get it done. I think age plays a huge role in that. He's mm-hmm. in his prime. He's not a kid. He's not trying to make or break. He's there. He is a professional, well-established, well-respected. Uh, so for him, it wasn't a big deal. Um, and they talked about his leadership after the game, of course, and he just proves it yet again. Uh, moving forward, uh, we're at halftime at this point where we talk yeah. about the rest of it. Uh, impressions of the first half, Bam. That goal celebration after Chicho's goal was amazing. That was a, the fact that not only he did it, everyone else got in there. That was just shows how much the team's coming together, especially around him. So I've heard this from multiple people <laughs> that that pulling training sessions like you think it was razor's edge tents, that sort of thing, or maybe the locker room. Apparently, since Chicho's come into the mix, it's very lighthearted. Um, it's a different vibe, uh, a good vibe. Um, he, he's, he's injected a bit of energy and a positive energy um, on everyone. So from what I got is it's a fun group to be around. Uh, that, that's our side right now. Uh, they're enjoying 
they're enjoying their camaraderie. Um, they just know they need to get results, and that's the part where it gets tough. Uh, but ultimately, chemistry-wise, no, things are right right now in the locker room. Um, and you could tell. You wouldn't have celebrations like that that many together if there was any sort of division. It wouldn't look like that. Uh, I, I was getting a, a crack up at Kim Moon Hwan because it's like, wait, am I supposed to do this? And he's like stuck behind one guy trying to get forward, and the photo happens. I'm like, ah. <laughs> that's no fun um th- the location of course was perfect because it was framed right with the supporters of of san jose behind the summer support as you saw in the picture that we used for our cheeky episode uh <laughs> yeah I, I i just thought it was it was absolutely perfect um lafc Juan gave him a gift of, of one of the, the anime character he gave him a little like Captain of it yeah with the with that so that was super cool too so it was all it was all perfect you know like it just that's how it's supposed to be that looked good um it's what we need from these guys right now they got to play loose to get results they do you, you know you can't you can't be just tight the whole time you're not going to get what you need you're not going to get any flow playing that way so good on the boys that's a good look uh moving into second half of course I'll be I'll be real about this, guys. I didn't even see the goal happen. <laughs> That's how weird it was in the north end. Like I didn't even see it fall, and I was still trying to figure out like how the hell did this happen? Um, and I didn't get to really get a good look at it till like the replays, but it did happen. So 61st minute, uh, what goes down, Tony? Off a corner kick, it literally how do I say this? Magically just flew through the center. Did no LAFC the player defender even touched it and Fierro literally just just chests it in and like guides it in that's how it went in it wasn't even a nice goal or anything like that it was no one went for it i, I don't know what happened there like if it was a nice place i don't even know if it was a, play, a nice place goal like watching it over and over it was it was just very odd it was it looked like they wanted to do a near post flick and he underhit it <laughs> it looked like a busted play. Uh, that's what it looked like to me. It didn't go quite where you wanted to. It was curving like crazy. Um, but it hit low, mm-hmm. near post. Um, the fact that it hit the ground without even a boot getting on it is, to me, tragic. Uh, you never let a ball hit the ground in a box on a corner kick. It wasn't that low driven. You had time to get under that and at least clear it. And everybody kind of froze. I think Chicho tried to head it, but it was already past him. And, and Blackman kind of just watched it. It's scary. I think if nobody had touched it, it could have kept going towards goal. Like, like it looked like it almost looked like an Olympico was going to happen. A trash Olympico, let's be real. Um, but then at least one of their players touched it, so it wasn't as embarrassing. Uh, yeah, I, I, on the replay, was just a little baffled. Was how the heck do we let something like that go in? But we did because it's the season, and this is how things are happening this season. Uh, really, like you gotta be real. Like this, this is typical for this year. So it happened. Bam. Do you want to say anything about it? Or it's just like, dude, that's ugly. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, yeah. it was one that's where like, when I was watching it live, I'm like, what happened? Yeah. That, you just yeah. <laughs> innocuous. It was an innocuous play. <laughs> yeah crazy so you know if you want to if you really want to point fingers yes the guys near post should have been on that quick 
Uh, the goalkeeper, I don't know where he was on that play. I don't understand why you'd be falling back into your net on that play. I don't don't get it. Um, but it was all bad things. So we let in a cheap goal, which means we got to work extra hard to finish this thing off. And so it continues. Uh, play goes back and forth. There are chances both ways. It's, you know, they still have, they have the mountain of possession in this. We just keep playing these counters and, and doing what we got to do to be real. Uh, the goal should have never happened. We know this. We were playing good enough. We should have even had, had, an, had a goal against in this game. But there it is. We get to about the 88th minute. And what goes down, Tony? Uh, Chris Damamol. Chris, um, pretty much takes it like in our defensive line, takes it from it and does a nice, beautiful pass t- on the left-hand side of the line, which B-Rod takes it and just flies through into open field. It's pretty much one-on-one with the defender and the goalkeeper. And he, f- thank God, because again, B-Rod is known to try to go one-on-one with the, with the keeper, but Thankfully, he decides to like pass it into the center right for Chicho, and Chicho just slots it in, and he goes up for his second goal of the brace for the game, and goes celebrates with everything. We go wild, and at that point, I think we knew it was pretty much done and dusted. But of course, we've had like and and it was like that even with the extra ten minutes of extra time because of the uh, hydration break even though we wanted it to be called because we were all dying from the heat <laughs> and oh it was a good God. pass. It, like Dude, I said, it was, it was a great, a great pass, you know, play down the line, did the job. I'll be honest, like B rod for as much skill as he has, dude, it should have been done earlier. He had plenty of chances to lay it off to other players. He just seems like he, once he takes one guy, it's like, I need to take the world. Right. He gets this in his head like I'm on a roll, guys. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm having fun right now. And then kind of loses the fact that he's in a match. Right. Situational awareness where he could easily lay the ball off and really tear them apart. But instead, he's like, I got to take the world. And he does it. Chicho does it sometimes, too. They get they get really into their into their vibe. But Brian Rodriguez, the most skilled, one of the most skilled players we have on the team. There's no question about it. His talent is through the roof. But his situational awareness drives me up a wall because you're like, dude, we, you know, we've got to close this thing out. Either you're going to waste time and do that if you want to do that or lay the ball off and maintain possession. You don't have to take everybody in the world like you know, we know the world beater goal. We saw it against the Galaxy. You're not going to get that more than once or twice in a year. That's just normal. Uh And he gets he gets lost in it, you know, to drive you crazy. But I will say this 88th minute. Gorgeous pass from him. It's nice to see us close out a game and throw a dagger into somebody, right? We haven't had this all year. The dagger goal. It's been forever. It's a beautiful feeling. It was euphoric. Tony, you were feeling that as well. The vibe was perfect. Oh, yeah. Like, it was it was hype it was everything we we needed it like it was of old when we put teams away and just like we know we have it we have it in the bag there's no way for them to come back again maybe they can come back but the way san jose was playing after that goal there was they they just went out for blood after that there's a i think do you have the the video bam yeah. what happened after yeah. that? Yeah, so I'm going to Yeah, let's move this off the bam cuz now we're talking about the game ending, but there was some shenanigans that I don't know. Bam's going to talk how there weren't red cards. 
how we aren't hearing about suspensions now that it's all said and done, but ridiculous. So let me jump over here. Bam, you have the floor, my friend. So Chicho Arango decided to be a little bit cheeky, hence the title of the episode. And he decides to try and flick the ball over the San Jose player by doing this. And flick. (laughs) With it, when it slowed down, you can see an elbow coming across towards his head. How that is not a red card, I do not know. Just right here. Ooh, you even zoomed it in. For all, for all the people not watching, he there's like you see the zoom in. That was a zoom made in anger. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was so yeah, what Bam is doing is sent by Yuli. It, yeah. So I was putting in the group oh. chat that I'm a part of by Yuli. So thanks nice. for that video. So Hell, that wasn't the only no incident, record. right? There was some choking going on. There was some pushing, chest shoves. Nonsense. It yeah. was handbags. Um, right. It's classic San Jose. San Jose reverted back to the San Jose we all know and hate. Right? Mm-hmm. The negative team. The team that just slams people all game because they don't have the talent to do it. Somehow, when it came, push, the, push comes to shove. When they have to step up, they couldn't do it. They couldn't find a solution. And so they reverted back to that. Um, My other thought was this. If I ever had to play street soccer, the one guy that would terrify me the most would probably be Chicho. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, dude, this guy, close quarter dribbling, mind always spinning. There's something going on in there. I just, dude, he's, he's getting confident. He's getting better every game. And it's just fun to watch. The guy brings fun to the game. I think that's what, like blessing. There's 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 an element of fun to his game that we need. Tony, he's ready. What's oh, up, no. brother? I was just I was I was responding to uh, Oscars. Did anyone else get sunburned? And I just put threw my hand up and stuff <laughs> like that. But yeah, it, Dude, um, but no. But it was it was it was nice to see um, our players defend each other. You know what I mean? Because. Usually we we do go into those things, but we don't have like an enforcer to quote unquote like put them in their place. But mm-hmm. after that thing, Chicho, of course, I think he got a yellow for that play as well for retaliating back because of course you always get the card after the retaliation of what happened if the ref doesn't see it, even though if you clearly see he was there and he saw what happened, but again, whatever. And then you just, uh, I, I again, I, I couldn't see because it was on the right hand on my side. And I had the, my back turned, but watching the highlights, you see Mario pull up, you see Blackman, you see all, all the defenders, which is a, a good feeling moving forward that we do have enforcers now moving forward to next season into playoffs because we're going to need it. Well, you need the grit, especially those last few games. Grit is what we need, and they're showing it. You know, they stand up for it. It's a different vibe. The moves that have happened, the changes in the lineup, you're starting to see a core build again, um, a group that fights for each other. And that's refreshing because we were in the doldrums for a while there. So it's good. It's good to see that the troops are rallying at the right time. Um, Bam, final impressions of the match itself, sir. Final impression of the match is where was this three months ago, two months ago? Where was all this back when we were in that massive slump of ours? We had this two, three months ago. We're not talking about all possibly making playoffs. We're we're cemented playoffs right now. If this was two, three months ago. 
going forward, this is going to be an amazing team to watch. Yeah, that, that's the hard part is we're seeing a team that potentially is too little too late this year. A potential blow-up could occur, at least with the older players, mm-hmm. but the young core is staying. Um, and either we're going to barely get in, which is going to inspire them further, or we're barely going to miss, and it's going to be that thorn in the side that's going to be the, 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 the factor, the, the thing that's going to drive them next year to be pissed, right? And unite them even further, like could have been, should have been, we're going out for blood next year. But you can see there's a core that that has that 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 vibe now, uh, the right kind. So that's my take from this game is this one that we gutted out finally, that we that we conceded possession for the purpose of football, right? <laughs> for the purpose of a result um, and got it succeeded instead well, it, of crumbling at the end. You look at other big clubs have done it, too, like a couple of years ago when Celtic beat Barcelona. They had what mm-hmm. 15 20 possession, still got a win. Yeah, as long as we uh, we can give up 90 possession, as long as we score first and hold and hold every playoff loss we've had, the other team seeded it to us for the purpose of counter, right? Like that, that's how this game is played. Um, it's about time that we kind of switched it and turned the tables and got a result. So that's good. It's a good sign for the rest of this season, whatever happens. At least we know that things can switch up. The guys are a little more mobile. Guys can play a little bit out of their comfort zone uh, and fight for a result. So something to definitely build on, and they better build on it. Uh, I'm going to take this over to our comments because we've got some good ones today. So let's fire off. Let's see. Moving on here. Comments, comments, comments. Uh <laughs> Jason Lemos, B Rod went flash mode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does that. He does that. He gets yep. air and he just goes for it. They remind uh, me of Bale. <laughs> the show over the yeah show over substance at times for sure. Uh, Christian Philemon, hey brother, he's calling out the Yankee hat. Ugh, Yankees. Okay. Mm. How's your season going? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> my team's not even in the damn playoffs, so whatever. Um, Kevin Hernandez Rosales of the Lucky Boys. What's the topic for today's show? And that's everything. We're covering it all, brother. <laughs> Jason Lemus, no more Santo Romero. Yeah, I think we're done with that. Sadly, I think it, it's a sad case, but we'll see. Uh, Slender Man it is. Yeah, big Slender Man. Just, he needs to get his foot speed a little bit better and, and, and read it a little quicker, and, and maybe games will do that. We'll see. Uh Kevin Hernandez Hernandez says, how do you feel about Kim Moon Juan? I think the story is still the same story, right? Offensively, pushing up, great. Defensively, we're in for a bit of a show. Um, You know, consistency is needed. He did step up in a bad moment. It was kind of recovering from one of his own mistakes in a way, uh, but he did recover. So credit to him for that. Uh, I think he has a lot of growing to do, for sure, for sure. Uh, hey, Marvin Chavez says, hey, Raheem is getting better. Dude, mind freaking blown. Um, <laughs> I love you, Marvin. I know you've been you've been pretty rough on this guy, too. Um, we all you know, we've all been frustrated. That's for sure. I'm just look at this. He didn't let any easy crosses come from his side this time. He contested everything, right? There was no easy pass in. He was contested. Improvement. Growth. Be happy, people. Got to be happy about this one. 
Katie Katie Burris says Edwards plays so hard. It, that's that's why he's out there. You know, honestly, I think that that's what it is. Is he's there to inspire others to play that hard too? Um, I think we figured it out uh, in a way. Jason Lemus Edwards has been playing hard. That's what he's getting paid for. Yep. I, I think I mentioned a long time ago, some guys are scalpels, some guys are hammers. He's definitely a hammer, and if he keeps hammering, we're okay, I guess. Uh, Jason Lemus. <laughs> the Moose. I'm going to assume you're saying the Moose. Definitely deserved a start. He can score. He has proven it. That is true. Uh, Marvin Chavez. Honestly, Raheem Moon, Farfan doing a lot better, albeit we have been playing lower caliber teams so let's see how they do with the top four team if they even play um that's the thing uh dallas uh, you know they're probably all going to get minutes against dallas but you play seattle and i'm not sure those guys are getting the start we'll see what happens but yeah it's just good that they're building confidence at this point fighting for each other that's what we need uh jason lima is credit to the players playing in that heat don't understand why mls didn't change the time so i had this complaint we were all talking about it you know what it is money that's what it is it's not lafc it's mls they have a deal with a certain channel right teodiana right i hope i'm saying it correctly uh they do day games contract is for day games you don't see night games it's always middays so that's that's the obligation they need lafc because we're good for ratings perfect storm of bad now if we would have had the weather we had today right nice gloomy rainy day where it's nice and cool nobody's complaining right we just missed it by two days <laughs> raining California? yeah and it's i it's raining today i know rain this weird liquid stuff came out of the sky i'm not sure what to do with it clearly none of us know how to drive in it but it's there uh it was honestly dude it's like 40 degrees at my house right now i'm close to the mountains and it's freezing for us that's cold for us um yeah they're getting into practice for colorado what can you say uh blackman made some good saves credit to moon for the goal line stand from jason again team celebration is our our beautiful i agree jason san jose 2.0 is back the almeida effect i know a lot of guys love almeida i don't uh i just not a fan uh, Marvin Chavez, do you think Blackman covered that corner goal well? No, <laughs> not at all. It's his box. He's supposed to own it. His job to call it out, to call people out, to organize. That is your job. It's a dead ball situation. If you're caught falling into your own goal, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Marvin, like you said, it's a flute goal. It's a flute goal, but it's also a miscommunication for sure. Uh, Jason Lemus, even Blackman got lost in that. Yeah, yeah, weird. Just weird. Marvin Chavez Blackman did make some decent saves in that game. At least I think he had five on the day. Uh, five, I believe it was five uh, last time I saw it. Enough to yeah, enough to five. get us a result. Yeah, because he had some decent. Yeah, he had some decent saves on the day. So growth is for sure there. Uh, keep moving forward here. Mark Lopez, shout to the Capos for not calling Jump Friendly Football Club. Definitely would have had a couple heat strokes in the North End, including me. Um, that was my symptoms, so I had to bail into the shade for a while there. Um, yeah, dude, it was nasty. Special kind of nasty. Um, yeah, I think the Capos didn't want to call for it either because they were trying to breathe. Uh, <laughs> right, Tony? Pretty much. Like, it was... I, was, I don't think we were trying to because it 
when you do jump for Kilo, it's literally I call it our cardio for the day because that's what it is. And especially on that on that heat wave, I think we would have lost a lot more people than we of heat exhaustion and stuff like that because it was bad. It and then we went through like two cases of water in our just capital stand, and that was just us drenching ourselves in the water, drinking it, whatever we needed to do just to stay cool. Exactly, survive. That was key, for sure. Uh, Jason Judson deserved a red card, doesn't he? Always, every match he does something that probably deserves a red card. Uh, that's for sure. Jason also mentioned Latif got choked. He did. Uh, there was a lot of shenanigans out there. That last few minutes was crazy. I like how the LAPD officers were coming out to the field. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is getting interesting. Uh, <laughs> that was cool. All right. Oscar the Coyote says, did anyone else get a sunburn? Yes, we all got sunburns. Marco, except for Bam, because he's stuck in his house. Uh, sorry, Bam. Soon you'll get a sunburn. I swear. Maybe at Disneyland. We'll see what happens there. Uh, what's Chicho's contract looking like for Mark Lopez? Is he going to want DP money? I think we're safe for at least a season on him. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Something gets renegotiated. We don't know. I think he wants a cup just like everybody else. So he signed a deal. A deal's a deal. Um, Jason Lee is on a negative note. All teams you needed to lose one. We will definitely cover that in a few minutes because it's dramatic uh, how things played out. Uh, Kevin Hernandez Rosales, what is your prediction for the final day of the season? Who will make it to the playoffs? Who will be the winner? Oh, we can talk a little bit as they talk about the playoff picture because it's it's breaking down rather interesting. Um, so that is that for comments. Thank you, everybody. We're going to jump and transition into the next conversation, which will be club news from the one and only BAM. So the main club news that I came across was B-Rod was – this number four in the 22 under 22. So that's good on for him. And Chicho Rungo, MLS Team of the Week. Dude, earned. Well earned. How could he not, right? What, two goals and an assist? Right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, how do you not? Um, dude earned it. Should get it. All the way. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, what else is going on out there? Um, I Bear, think I uh, mm-hmm. go for it. I jump onto the uh, Rossi watch because he's still part of our club. He's just loaned. We haven't sold him yet, and we're going to sell him for a lot of money, hopefully, because he's now. owning it. Um, he had, had an away game to Trips, um, Traps Zompol. Uh, he played seventy-five minutes in a three-one loss. Scored in the third minute, though. It was a beautiful goal. Um, but unfortunately, at the 23rd minute, they had a defender sent off for a second yellow. Deserved second yellow. And for 70 minutes with 10 men, just wasn't going to hold it. So they end up losing 3-1. They next play Thursday morning against uh, Royal Antwerp, who's currently sitting fourth in the Belgian League in the Europa final. Or Europa game, sorry. Yeah, not final. I'm like, what? No, Europa League. Um, let's be honest. Rossi has earned his spot on that team. Uh, if he comes back, it'll be a shock. Um, I saw he some crazy take. I know, I know Vince jumped on like, why didn't he go to a top five league? Dude, don't underestimate the Turkish league, man. Like, <laughs> dude, top five league. What's he going to, you know, I, I. he's playing Europa League. That's all you got to know. Um, what if this would be Aussie. crazy? I, I know. 
Ozil, dude. Like, come on. But it's a loan, right? So if the loan ends and somebody else makes a bid, can they move in on him? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless a deal gets struck before the loan is over. Pressure, pressure. There could be another bid in. You never know. You never know. This is a loan. Uh, We'll see. But I don't think this is the last destination for Rossi. That's for sure. Uh, Things will keep building. That it's looking good. Involved in what for the last what is that five goals now he's been a part of, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. If if Great. if he keeps playing how he plays at home in the Europa League, I don't see him spending more than two years in Turkey if he if we do sell him to Turkey. Yeah. He will go to Spain. I'd bet on Bundesliga. That's what I've yeah, been hearing. His, yeah, that would be my bet. Why? Because system play. He plays systems. He he jumps in. He does what he needs to do. The movement's right. So I yeah, I could see him easily in Bundesliga at this point. So we'll see. He's gotta he's gotta get the job done where he's at now. I and mean, he's gotta keep consistent. It's a hot start, but now comes the consistency. Can he hold it? The other thing I saw, and it's just recently and it popped up, is according to AS, there's an article about Carlos Vela today. In the last two years, he's missed 26 games for LAFC. We'll I never see. really added it up. Uh, AS did today and talked about all his injury issues and, and the hope to get back. Apparently, Dallas, now it's that's the rumor he's coming back against Dallas. Um, but that it's he's he's missed 26 matches over the last two uh two seasons. Yeah, uh, multiple injuries. You got to wonder, right? I mean, that is a long time out. A lot of missed games. So read the article. It's fascinating. Uh, but that's the reality we're in. And in case you didn't notice, which we all did this weekend, conversation wasn't about Vela, was it? It was about Chicho now. Um, a new star. Um, a new vibe. Fall. Doing what he does. Stuff to focus on. We don't have to get locked into Vela's conversation because the other guys have stepped up now. Uh, and we finally got us the points we need to keep fighting and moving forward. Um, club and community. Before I talk about playoffs, Tony, any club and community stuff you wanted to bring up um, going into this next one? Well, there's actually two that I know for sure. One is Latif is holding a. Let me look this up real quick because you don't want to get it wrong for him. He is holding his share the blessing Latif five e five on Sunday, October. The 24th, it's pretty much like two hours, like King of the Court style. Do you know that everyone who's ever played soccer is like you play till you lose? There's going, to, I know for sure, I saw Farfan's going to be there. And uh, I think E, what was E, what's his, I forget the keeper's name that comes back and forth between us from Vegas to Lights. And then he's on the team, but then he's he's been playing. Uh, Brazilian. Be, player right yeah, yeah. he's gonna yeah. be there for so it's something to do it's from three to five it's at it's if you guys want to register it's gonna be ten dollars per individual fifty dollars per team uh uh i'll put the i'll put the link and everything on our website to for the contacts it's going to be in pacoima though so closer to the valley a little bit closer to me unfortunately i'll be working that that day so can't go the, yeah, that's that's D9U and uh, Cuervo's territory out that way. I mean, there's a lot of us, a lot of North End 
folks that live out that way. Yeah. Um, so definitely, if you guys are near it or even have the time to get out there, go support it. It's good stuff. Again, the more we can do for the community, the better. And it's Latif. And Latif sacrificed so much for us so far. If he's asking for help, help the man. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's good. It's good. Uh, before I talk about the playoff, I'm just keep dragging this along for the playoff hunt. Uh, Bam, would you like to do the Vinyl Club Minute before we talk about playoffs and then Dallas right after that? We can jump into that if you want. I so think I'm going with a... Well, this, this week... I've gone with a winner of the Eurovision contest. The, <laughs> they won it in 2006. They're from Finland. They are one of the most unique bands to ever have won Eurovision, in my opinion. They are a band called Lordy. So they won the contest with a song called Hard Rock Hallelujah. They they dress up as as you can see on the on the cover demons and they mm-hmm. rock out like that. If you get a chance, just Google um, Lordy Eurovision and the song will come up. It's an amazing song, powerful song, and they just look amazing when they're performing. And the whole crowd got in, got around them too. So. This week, it's the album Rockapolis by Lordy. He <laughs> said, oh, Rockalypse. Rock-a-lips. Check that out. That's beautiful. I like the flames and fire, and I think that's a good choice, man. I think you got to find a get, get that one onto our, uh, onto our feed somehow so folks can listen to it, hear it a little bit. That's fun, man. I dig it. I dig it. Are you saying that we're going to burn Dallas? Is that the suggestion, sir? Oh, we're gonna burn in Dallas. <laughs> I think after the way that you guys burned in the North End on the weekend, dude. I mean, Dallas is like, I mean, they've had a storm system go through. I'm sure the weather's a little odd there right now, too. So, just saying, um, we'll be ready Wednesday, we'll be ready, that's for sure. So, that being said, let's talk about a little bit of playoff talk. Playoffs, yes, the playoffs. Um, playoffs, playoffs, yeah. So Everybody wants to know, are we going to make it? Do we have a chance? Uh, results on the weekend couldn't be any worse, okay? Uh, you're like, really? Really? Was it that bad? It was that bad. Um, let me pull this up right here. So current table situation. We'll get into the mix here. We are sitting in ninth place right now. We have pushed San Jose back, right? They were chasing us, but now we've we've created a span of about four points from them so we're breaking free from that group and everyone below them so that's a good thing that means you know coming from behind a little different story ahead of us is the big story coming into this after we got a result you know we were sitting in the eighth spot looking really good teams are struggling galaxy at one point looked like they might be in seventh place and within striking distance of one match but by the end of it all Every team that we were chasing got a result on the weekend. Every team got a result. It was the most bizarre thing I've seen. It couldn't get any worse. Vancouver gets the gets the result. Minnesota gets the result. Galaxy takes a game late off of a, of a trash penalty. Trash penalty. 
um, and, and they find their way through. What does that mean for us? Well, we're at 37 points. Vancouver is at 40. Man, okay, right? Uh, we had goal difference on them, so we would have been ahead of them if they would have just not gotten that result. It didn't happen. Um, they played SKC, and SKC just looked like garbage. Okay, I mean, that's simple. Uh, Minnesota gets the win. They're now at 41 points, so the team holding the last playoff spot now has 41 points, which means we're... <sighs> two matches away. That's what that means. We have to somehow catch them on two matches. I know. It's tough. That means they need to slip up. Uh, Galaxy is at 42, still in striking distance, but again, count it up. And then Salt Lake sitting all the way in the fifth spot, 42 points, because even things worked out for them. All bad things after we got our result. Now, imagine this. If we had not gotten our result, we'd be crying right now because this looks bad. Okay? That's the real talk. Uh, looking at playoff probabilities, what does that mean for us? Well, <sighs> the percentages change because so many things happened. Um, just because the results, we actually lost 3.4 percentage points. So we're down to a 17%, 17.8% chance of qualifying for the playoffs. You're like, why is it so low? Why is it so low? Because our points per game is low. You know, if we stay the same way, we don't make huge improvements and make a run, it's just not going to happen. We have to do something special. You're like, well, what do we have to do? Well, we said going into it, you know, if they get three wins, right? You know, in these last two, these last five games, you get three wins, they'll make it. Yeah, that's not really the case anymore. So if we went three and two, three wins, two losses, your chances of making the playoffs would be 48%, 48.9%. So about 50 50 shot if you only get three wins. Now, say you get three wins and you get a tie and a loss. This is kind of cool. It's a 76% chance of making it. Yeah, 76% chance if you can go 3-1-1. One, and one. Um, If you go three wins and two draws, you got about a 90% chance. Yeah, that's undefeated going in. If you go 4-1, and one, say we kick everybody's butt, but somehow Seattle is Seattle, and they get the result against us, you still have a 97% chance. If you go four wins and a draw, 99.8. And if you sweep the table, you go 5-0, and oh, 100% chance of qualification. So what does that tell us? It tells us don't lose two games. If you lose more than two games, it's over. If you go three, yeah, three and two, again, 50-50 shot. If you go two wins and three draws, it's a 45% chance of making it. And in fact, uh, yeah, 45% chance of eighth place. The dominant is eighth place. So three, one, and one is the worst we can possibly do to try to get into the playoffs. That's that's where we're at right now. And you're like, well, what if, what if? Well, uh, who's next for us? Well, you have Dallas. They're out of the playoffs, and we'll talk about where they're at so far. Um, you need to get a win. There's no way around that. That's a team you're ahead of in the standings. You have to do that. Of course, the showdown of showdowns will be Minnesota, which is the game right after that. And that's the one that kind of decides it, in a way, at least to check, to catch them. OK, so anytime you play a team that's above you in the standings, if you don't get a result, you've pretty much taken them off the board. And that's one less team that you can catch. That's how we have to look at this as we go. But again, you lose two games. You're now at 50 50 range. That that's that simple. So what does it mean? Don't look to Colorado. Don't look to any of those matches. There's only one you need to worry about your next one and it's going to be like that till the very end because if you get lost in the weeds if well you know the showdown with minnesota oh well we got to get a re get a result against seattle you already lost the game um it's over 
You can't worry about it. If you were watching score, if you were scoreboard watching this weekend, you had a heart attack already. <laughs> Trust me, not everything is going to be roses. And it's not going to be beautiful. Teams are going to get results. Certain teams in this race are going to streak, and you're just not going to catch them. That's normal. You just got to catch two. You got to pass one, pass another one. You got to catch two teams. So as you watch the games, you just got to hope if they're ahead of us, they need a loss, right? If they're playing each other and they're ahead of us, a draw might be what you need, you know, minimize max points or whoever the weaker team is, let them get the loss. And that's a team you got to catch. That's it. So we hold the cards, sweep the table, you go in, right? If they do that, you're not going to catch them, but not everybody can because they have to play each other. And that's the beautiful part of the schedule is, is teams have to take losses. They have, they have the, all of them have the risk of blowing two games by what they have ahead of them. So can we get lost in the weeds and talk about how each team's going to do the results? We can, but it really doesn't matter because if you don't win against Dallas this weekend or this midweek match, and then you got to face what Minnesota, And then Seattle, again, it's just all bad things. It all starts with Dallas. Just like we said, you had to win the last one. You got to win this one. And that's as far as you really need to take it. Uh, Tony, your impressions of this. Are you feeling good, feeling bad? Do you get kind of depressed after these last results? I'm just, again, I just, I scoreboard watch and I'm upset of what, what happened. But again, we can still control our fate if we just keep on winning and we just got to keep focusing on who's in front of us and not who's who we're facing in two to three weeks because any game could be a trap game if we feel like we can run over them and everything like that well like we'll talk about our next opponent so again just for everyone's sake and their sanity just take it game by game and let's move on forward after that because once you'll overlook someone, you will overlook them. That could be the the danger game. Every year it's been Vancouver. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all the last two years, the guaranteed win was Vancouver and it didn't happen. So we now know they're not pushovers. And I think they have like they've bolstered their offense as well. So is Salt Lake. They picked up another weapon. Um, and so they're a little bit better than you think they are. Uh, they're not quite the same team we played before. So, yeah, that's that's reality, too. So um, good time to transition to Dallas. Right, guys? Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Perfect time. All right. So, uh, Tony, how has, <laughs> how has Dallas been so far this year? They are uh, 6, 10, and 13. So not the hottest. And they haven't won in their last seven attempts. So they are on a very bad losing streak at the moment yeah really really bad so not a single win in the last seven games all right what happened in the last match bam so the last match which works out being 18 days before we play them so they played back on the second of the month so they've had 17 days off at the moment um, was a nil-nil draw at home to Minnesota. So they got a point against Minnesota. So good on them. Mm-hmm. The highlights of the match was game kicked off. Halftime. Second half kicks off. Ninth minute, Reynoso for Minnesota gets red card from the VAR for um, stepping on uh, Sean's ankle. And then game finished. That was the highlights. 
There were no highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb red card. Dumb red card. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there was in again. The play, it didn't look like a red card. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. in the run of play, it didn't look like it. VA caught it back and it was a red card. So to me, a bit harsh, but I cannot see how it could be as well. I mean, it was a potential season ender. I mean, if it really goes the wrong angle, right? I mean, it's just reckless. That's all it was. Sloppy. I'll say that. It's sloppy. Um, but it, it is what it is, you know. That that affects that team in another situation, right? Because they're all teams yeah. that were chasing in the standings. And, um, so that's real. Uh, Stats-wise, where were they in possession? What were they doing? Was there, was, is there anything to really talk about? Like, let's be real. Not really. Like, possession, fairly even. Shots, 12 to 17. Four on goal, six on goal. Nothing really there. Crosses, 12 to 17. Corners, three to nine. Fouls, fairly even. One yellow each and the red. And total team expected goals, 0.6 to 1.4. So nothing really there that stands out too much. Has there been a single game where LAFC had a 0.6 expected goals? No, right? So. I've never. No. I, that is weird. Point. That's just not our world. Um, that's wild. It really is. Like that's how anemic the offense was. Um, yeah, crazy. So again, th- this is your trap game. This is your trap game, right? They look like they're dead in the water, right? Wounded animal. They had a long break. Shuffled lineups, <laughs> and now we play them. Uh. Now, we can talk about how bad they are as a team, but there are individuals in this side that should inspire people, uh, that should put some fear in people. They do have some talented players, even though it hasn't been put together, which I bring it to you, uh, Tony. Who is standing out for these guys? What's the good, the bad, and the ugly for this side? Uh Uh-oh. We can't hear you, Tony. He's having a mic issue, it looks like. All right, so... Uh, there we go. Back? Sorry. Yeah, there we go. Hey, you're <laughs> right. hey. All right, so um, I thought I unmuted myself. No, I thought I unmuted myself. Sorry about that, you guys. Um, so pretty much the the, uh, the the good for them, the good for U.S. soccer, the bad for Mexican soccer is Pepe, is the best way to say it. The bad for them, they're ranked 15th in goal scored per match against them. And then they have conceded the most penalties of of any team, which at, at eight. So if you're looking to get a nice goal for them, it's going to be easier said than done. Yeah, I mean, 1.3 goals to match. But again, Pepe, Pepe, Pepe. Like, this guy... We saw him at the All Star game like, in the skills competition. Like he is another level. Um, I have not seen a player for the U.S. like this in a while that shows so much promise outside of the guys that are already in Europe. Um, he's legit. Like he is dangerous, and so that is going to be trouble for us, especially with our back line that's been, you know, a little off, a uh, little sketch. You know. He could hurt us. <laughs> that's for sure. If you play it, if you play it simple and give some crosses up, right, uh, he will get on the end of them. That's for sure. So if you don't contest things, he'll burn you. 
That's for certain. We all know it. We've all seen it. We've all enjoyed it for the Stars and Stripes um, and what he can do and put fear of people. So there's that. Uh, really, uh, they we know that Dallas' defense is bad. That's been their story for the year. Of course, we need to know who we're going to play. And so, Bam, who the heck is missing for these guys? Um, the regular one person missing missing has been out for a little bit. Um, John Nelson, he's been out with a back injury. He's not expected to return till January next year. So, um, besides that, there's no one missing from injury. So, they've had eighteen That's days of rest. Okay. Eighteen days of rest. A lineup that shuffles. So this is probably gonna be our hardest prediction we make this season. Why? They're out of the playoffs, and guys are are fighting for jobs. So guys are getting minutes because they're assessing them. Uh, that's what we're dealing with here. Team playing for pride, always dangerous. Team with a lot of young talent, right? Because they're known for academy players. They're known for building young talent up. And so you have people moving around. You have a little bit of instability in the lineup. Goalkeeping situation. You're like, well, Maurer's got the job. Well, does he? Because the last time they played, uh, Mayulato started. Okay? So you could have... A skip around for goalkeeper. Not sure there. Left back is probably your most consistent guy. That's going to be Hollingshead. I don't think you're going to see any changes there. I didn't even mention it. It is a 4-2-3-1 is what we're dealing with today. And that's what it's going to be when we play them. That's what they do. Um, Martinez, center back. I think that's a kind of a guarantee. Then you have Breston and Hedges fighting for the other center back role. And it is a fight. You're not sure who's there yet for this one. Right back, you have Tafari versus uh, Wumasi. I believe that's how he pronounces Wumasi. Uh, defensive mid, you have four different options here. You have uh, Quinone versus Serio, and then you have Acosta versus Cervania. I'm going to just play it safe and say Acosta is going to get that role. I don't think there's any other way around that. Um, and then left mid, you have O'Brien versus Pomacall. I think he got rested last time, um, but yeah, I expect him to start. Uh, and they then Ferreira. For him. Who did? They both started, mm-hmm. O'Brien and Pomacol. Both they both started. So that should be interesting. So that means probably what? Wumasi probably doesn't play because uh, I know he could all go as right mid, but he probably won't then. Um, and then it'll be O'Brien at right mid and Pomacol at left mid. Right? That's probably where it's going to be because yeah. Wumasi is kind of their utility. He plays right back, right mid. So I think he's the one to get sacrificed if that's the case. And so Pomacol on the left, O'Brien on the right. There it is. And then Ferreira is going to be in the middle. Right, no shock there. And, of course, you all know who the center forward is. Pepe, Pepe, Pepe. He is the show. He's the guy people are paying to go see right now. We're all going to be watching to see what he's going to do, hoping that we don't, we don't get burned by him in this match. But that's your story. If you can limit him, you got a good chance. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully this is his bad game after playing for the, uh, women's, for the men's national team. He said women's national team because he actually plays good. (laughs) Oh, my God, you guys. Am I being mean again? Yes. Um, Yeah, so options off the bench. I think what it's shown. Cervania, like I said. Sergio. um, Lunhoma. Che. Hada. Again, there's, there's, there's this list of guys, but again, it's going to be this mishmash. We don't know who it's going to be. I'd expect their best possible because it's us, and that's just how teams face us. They always play like it's a final against us. Uh, but you you just don't know because guys are playing for their job. So it could get wild. 
the bigger story is what are we going to do? What are we going to show up with? That's the hard part. Who do we play? Now, it's sounding like is Vela getting healthy? It sounds like it. Now, it's the latest rumor. The guy that's missed half the year, half the last two years, uh, could get a shot. We know when he's, he's healthy, he's effective. But does he come in and upset the apple cart and jump right into this lineup after they've actually started building some momentum here? No. Is that going to happen? Right? I, I think, Tony, you're like, you're in my camp, too. I'm the same way. I'm like, nah, sub. <laughs> come in. Come in if we need you. You know? You, you um, are our, uh, what is it? Timbers, uh, Valeri, or whatever. Valeri. Valeri. You're yep. a Valeri for the moment. Yes. Until you earn your way back in. It sounds crazy for Vela, but hey, you know what? That's reality. That's the way the sport works. Guys inform me to play. Bam, what do you think, sir? I think you guys are right, but I'm also on the no Vela next season bandwagon. But I, I don't think anybody's... With... I don't think anyone's on that bandwagon yet. We we all know that he is going most likely going to leave. And... He, the way it's going, it seems like it because with Chicho pretty much can take a DP spot at the moment and should be a DP. It's going on B uh B Rod. We don't know where he's up in the air, but it's he is no he's no messy, he's no Cristiano. He's I think I think we've done he's done with playing with the youngins and doesn't play smart, is the best way to say it. I I'm more along the lines of at the moment, the club for what we pay him, <laughs> we can go get. To me, we can go get two players who, yes, won't be as good as he is in his prime, but we can look at two young players that can be molded into better footballers, sell on, and have more better coming in. I mean, the rumor of that player that we didn't discuss last week or did discuss last week, uh, he gets paid half of Velegates, and he's on the Mexican national team. Star player. He gets paid half. We'll get Velegates paid. That's well, there's one that's the truth of it. Have to teach her. You got to think it through. You know, <laughs> it's tough. It's really tough. You don't give guys raises off of nostalgia, right? You give it off of potential. Mm-hmm the resale price right uh what can you get from this guy uh and what can we get in return uh that's it's hard right we all have it in our heart we love vela we love what he's done for us it's been amazing amazing but but we need to win <laughs> we yeah. need we need somebody that can play the whole season yeah. um he's been amazing and i loved him for what everything he's done for the club but i don't want it turning into I'll use that example because it's fairly recent. The Arsenal Wenger at Arsenal style. But he was there for too long. Fans were going for his head. Get him out. I don't want us turning into that with Vela. I don't want people. I'm already seeing people turn on him and it's sad. It's just, it's really sad to see because what he's done. Again, your head versus your heart. And that's where we're at with him right now is your head's telling you one thing, but your heart says something else. And football, usually, as a supporter, as a fan, is led by your heart. Front office, led by the head. 
as it should be, right? Business. So it's really tough, really tough to, to get into that moment. But we're kind of there. And I know we're talking about Dallas, but it's real because chemistry means something. Momentum means something. Guys earn their places out there. And if you're instantly going to say, well, big boy's back, sit down. You know, he hasn't proven anything for months, a couple months now. Go take a seat, even though you put the work in. Like, it, it is really tough messaging in a race for the playoffs to be like, well, he's got the money. Put him in. Right. It, it's well, tough. Like the th- it's thing tough. is, if you look at last, our last starting 11, Moose will be out for B Rod. That's a given. Yeah. Who sits for Vela? Chicho? No way. Up. No. Um, you can go back to a 4 3 3 out of nowhere. I think maybe on, on a backline that really does need three center backs because it's sketch. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where he fits at the moment. It's like one of those questions that you you really have to have the conversation because Moose can start or be subbed off because he's a really good sub. He knows where to be, especially moving with Chicho and B-Rod because they like to move the ball and he's a false number nine is I guess the best way to say it because he's there when you need him to be. And I, I, it's, it's, it's a question that we, again, this is why Bob does what Bob does. This is why he gets paid. This is why he coaches. We speculate everything. We can speculate and just mishmash and do whatever. But at the end of the day, Bob has to figure out how to utilize Vela in, in the best way possible. Yeah, utilize a star Janella, player. Yeah, yeah. Janela for a twister. So we'll leave. Latif for Vela. Unless if in that role. In a back role. Latif's not going back there now that Blackman's back. No way. No, because no, Blackman plays center back and right back. You now have that option if you want to stabilize things in this game. But let's talk about striker and predict that. I will say this. If Musovski and Vela are your options off of the bet, off of the bench in a jam... To give you 25 good minutes, maybe 15 minutes, maybe those two coming in a target man and a setup man. Uh, that's pretty darn cool, man. Like, okay, that feels better already. You let the you, got, you let the young guys run it out, you let B Rod do his thing, Arango do his thing. And if you need another, another soldier in there because we're down, things are getting tough, you need to get that three points. Well, hey, look at the two options you do have. That ain't so bad. I could take that. Just hope egos don't get hurt by that, but that that's where it should be. Um, mid situation, Atuesta sounds like he's back, right, guys? I don't think there's any question. He's yep. coming back. Janela's the obvious choice to come out, and I think that's a no-brainer. And so, would you expect anything other than it being blessing Sifuentes and and uh, Atuesta? No, I don't see it. I don't see it not being that. Sorry, I was yeah. like. No, Tony, it's good. It's good. Bam shaking his head like, eh, oh, I expect the same thing. Yeah, because it, it, it's the only Alice Banner would be put Duke in there, but Duke's not getting a go. Again, we don't know getting what's going on. Right we don't know yeah. what's going on in that that clubhouse. Again, we can talk about Duke, we can talk about Cincinnati. Again, we just report of what we see on the field. We can't say what's going on in there. Let's just say that. 
I'll just say you need to work on both sides of the ball. And in training, you really have to work on both sides of the ball. And if it looks like one side's not so into the plan, as they say, you're the, you know, you're the offense, you're now the first line of defense. You've heard Bob say this. If you're not completely bought in for the system on both sides of the ball, you're not playing. We know this already. Not saying that Duke did that, but we, we kind of know. Like, mm-hmm. like we've seen it. Um, if you get that impression, you get that impression. Uh, it's tough. It's tough to break back in. Um, Kim Moon Wan had to sit for a long time until they felt they were comfortable on both sides of the ball with him. So, yeah, it could be that role. Uh, Backline is your big story now that, that, that Blackman is healthy again and playing minutes. Uh, clearly, he is back. Uh, you saw him out there. He looked just fine out there. He looked stable out there. Uh, impressions that you got from him is good, right, Bam? He didn't show any liabilities out there. No, the 10 minutes he was on was a good, decent 10 minutes. I don't see him starting. I, I see him half-time sub. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree. Do you think it's Kim Moon Juan to lose it right back? Right wing yeah. back, I'll say. At the moment, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, well, we can, again, we have, we have, depending on what we need to do, it's always on, that's what we always have to remember is we always have to remember what the tactic of the game is because every team is different. So we got to figure out who is the best for against that team, especially moving forward. That's the luck. The good thing about us is we have very versatile players that we can push in when we need certain things. Also have to figure this. You played Dallas on the 20th, right? You mm-hmm. played Minnesota on the 23rd in their house. So not only do you have to worry about who your best 11 are, but who's going to be healthy and in fit, well, fit player only three days later. So with that in mind, if you're going to have any shift to a lineup, it's going to be the back line, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And you have to expect some platoon work, right? Up front would make perfect sense to have subs come in, right? Keep people fresh. Uh, but the back line is the big story. So Palacios didn't get to start this time or last time. Raheem did. If you're going for wingback situation, who gets it for Dallas? I'll take it again. Knowing, I think Raheem gets it too. Why? Because Palacios plays against Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. And Raheem did well. He did his job. Or it could be the other way around. Palacios starts it. Raheem finishes it for defensive cover because we do know that Raheem is a little bit more sound defensively than Palacios right now. And Palacios is good at bombing down the line a little bit more. Right, we know this. More skill. Uh, could he play the first, you know, 50-some minutes and then Raheem comes in for the rest just to hold things down? That could be something as well. Yeah. Definitely, I think, one sub and for the other. We just don't know who gets to start, but they're both playing in this game. I'll say that. Uh, Backline, Ibiaga versus Farfan. Who gets to play? Because that seems to be the switch off, right? Yeah. Tough. I want to say far. These guys, they're both right now. It looks like your heads are exploding. And guys, I know if you're listening, you're like, "What's the dead silence?" They're quite literally playing the game in their heads right now. 
because uh, it's 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 wild, yeah. Because it's like Farfan. I was gonna say Farfan does play well at moments. Again, he's still young and he still will make mistakes. And um, Iabahe is a really good defender, but we need a leader up front to help him out because he doesn't play that well. So it's one of those things where, again, you have to like figure out what's best and who's in the back line to complement them. You have to neutralize Ferreira and Pepe. Who do you go with? I'm going to say Farfan for speed. I'm going to say Ibahe for strength. Just bully him around. I'm going to predict Ibiaga because we just played a match not too many, a couple days ago, right? You have to platoon people. You have to move people. So I would say Maria, Murillo, Ibiaga. Do you think they'd start Blackman or just... Mm. Or fall. I think it's going to be fall because he's young and he can recover quickly. But fall, I think he got injured last game. I don't know. We haven't heard anything about that. We haven't heard an update from that. So if he is injured, I would say then Blackman, Blackman gets to start after a very long layoff. Mm-hmm. I would say right? just just to be safe, even if it's a, a niggle, Blackman in rest four for this game. Medium, medium, we need him for Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Yeah, made him in Minnesota. There it is. All right. So we have, uh, I won't say consensus. I think we're like a little bit de- debatable on that. Well, and we'll leave it to the panel as well to see where their heads are at on this too, because it's a head scratcher. Again, Kim Moon Wan right back. I think it's a guarantee. Maybe Blackman shifts out and Fall comes in at one point in this game. Right. Maybe that could happen. I could see that definitely happening. Um, again, limiting minutes. Limiting minutes. Midfield limiting minutes. I could see a Twesta getting 65, 70 minutes and being done for the day as well. Um, because. The other, yeah, no the other question I want to ask you guys, do we see a recent hat-trick scorer on the bench? Do you think? Kyle Jennings scored a hat-trick for the lights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I think because Moose and Vela's back, he's just out of luck. I, I would love to see Jennings, but again, it how long did it take Moose to finally get into MLS? Because um, playing for the lights and playing against those teams is a is different than playing for against MLS sides. Because Moose was doing really well for lights, but then when he came with us, he couldn't produce until recently. And Cal is I love Cal, and he could be a future a future like. I'm sorry to say, like bench player and good when most of our players go on to international leave. But at the moment, I don't see him at this time getting called up unless something happens where people get injured or we need rest. I was thinking, yeah, and then short time, we can see Mm -hmm. him on the bench as an emergency. I can see him on the bench. I don't see him getting minutes, but I can see it. If we're up 4 nil, uh 70th minute, we put Vela and Moose on. One of them gets a little niggle. We can put him in instead. I mean, I, I just don't see the option. Why? Vela wasn't listed. You have Engelina on the team right now. True. Okay. 
Forgot about Obviously, Forgot he's going to lose his job. He's going to lose his job to Vela, right? Striker, striker. That's the guy that loses out. So he doesn't get to dress on the day. Then you have Duke and Harvey. Well, they're going to stay because of tactical reasons. Romero's on the bench. Blackman's on the bench. But, of course, one of the other guys that are starting could be on the bench instead of him. So there's no room. Uh, Rodriguez off the bench. You're going to dress him, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to push Moose out for Jennings? No. no. So there's just not a spot there. You have Palacios, Ibiaga on the bench. You're going to put uh, Crucistomo out? Not well, a chance. He, he, uh, he, Bob rates him highly. I reckon he's out for a twister. The twister comes back in. Someone from the same level so on the bench. He... Mm-hmm. There's no room. <laughs> yeah. There's no room. Yeah. There's just no room. Um, we, you know, that, we, we're looking at who doesn't dress. Is Krista Somo not going to dress, right? Angelina not going to dress. Two guys are coming back in the lineup. Those would be the two I think it's ga- sacrifice. There's just no room at the end for, for Cal Jennings. There's not. Not yet. Not yet. Because you got, you got soldiers coming back. But that's okay. That means your side is better. <laughs> that means you're stronger, <laughs> right? These guys could get sent down to Vegas to play for the weekend. Uh Pretty sure Chris Stone knows how to play down there. So it, it, it it's tough, but that's the reality of it is now you have more options because players are getting healthier. I'm okay with that. It's not the time to give guys new minutes. It's the time to trust the guys that you pay to do the job. So there's that. Uh, any other any other thoughts about lineup or does it sound pretty straight up, right? Pretty straight up. Like, straight up. All right. We'll get into this Let's... carousel. Of like who should be playing, who should not. So, and here it that. goes to the gallery. We go. <laughs> Let me move all the way up. There's a lot of kind of you guys are flying. Okay, so Kevin, I think we answered a little bit about your story. I'm not going to talk about playoffs or winners till we get there. Um, I just think uh, New England looks pretty darn good. Philly looked good this past week as well. Uh, <laughs> Jason Lima. Sometimes I forget Vela is even on the roster. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, this is a weird one from Marvin Chavez. Fun fact, that was Lord's first band. That would have been Lordy. Really? The hour of the week, yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. He's just because the name's there. There yeah. you go. <laughs> uh, Jason Lemus, is that the band South Park made fun of? <laughs> Most likely. Which band have they made fun of? True. Right. You earn it. Uh, Jason Lewis, Dallas can be a trap game, whether we would be at 80 degrees by kickoff. Yeah, it's not going to be easy, and they do have skilled players. So they're not a total dumpster fire. <laughs> Minor dumpster fire. Um, change of coach, change of scenery, change of time off. they got time off, so we'll see what, what happens there. Uh, definitely a lot of scoreboard watching this Wednesday. Uh, Vancouver at Portland. Galaxy at Houston. Minnesota hosting Philadelphia. Most importantly, LAC needs to pull out an ugly win. And that's the truth of it. And if you want to say those games, Vancouver at Portland. Portland seems to be trashing games late because they hate us. Um, (laughs) I won't say conspiracy, but it doesn't hurt them to hurt us. Just saying. But they need to qualify. So whatever. It'll be a tough one. Again, they're playing on carpet. Portland has advantage playing on carpet. Um, if Vancouver is going to lose points, that's an ideal game to lose points. Yeah. So if I'm going to put money in, Bam's probably going to put money on this match. Where would you put your money, Bam? <laughs> oh, I have to look at the odds. The odds is just, what 
will get me going over there. That being said, though, I did, I did have a good little win on uh, Rossi on the weekend, too. Hey. Uh, then comes Galaxy. And first goal scorer. Dude, you're making money off this game, I swear. He just keeps doing it, people. He's going to have a podcast just about this. This is going to be the next <laughs> podcast right there. Maybe we'll get sponsored by one of those companies. I don't know. Just joking, but yeah, there's that. Uh, Galaxy at Houston. Push, right? Galaxy probably going to win that game. I am not looking for much there. Uh, maybe mess it up and get a tie. You never know, but I, I don't see that. Uh, Minnesota hosting Philadelphia. Dude, that Philly can smash these us. guys. Kicks off same time as us. So we're just going to find out when it's all said and done as we scoreboard watch at halftime and final. Um, Philly should be able to thrash those guys even on the road. I think so. I think Philly should win that game. That's an opening. If it's not, I'm going to be pissed. But there you go. Uh, yeah. So good stuff, Jason, bringing up the matches. Uh, I don't mind talking about them. Jason says, whatever you do, dear LAFC, don't let Pepe score a late goal. Don't let him score any goals. Forget that. Uh, yeah, I'm on the Pepe train, the Pepe train too, Jason. Agreed. Reason to be excited for the U.S. team. Oh, Marvin Chavez says, people are starting to make FC Dallas and LAC comparisons and that they don't chase cups and just try to get youth to sell to Europe. Doesn't look that way. Does look that way? Thoughts? I don't think so because guess what? Our guys actually have played pro. They're looking at academy kids. And reselling academy kids. Are we a selling league? Yeah. Guess what? Everyone is. Everyone is. Uh, was Chicho Arango a selling move? No. That was a skill move. Uh, that was that was a right now move. Uh, I just think it's out of necessity. If Vela's not hurt, right? We get Rossi sold before the deadline. Think we're bringing in another child? A kid? No, we bring in a proven player at that point. Um I just think it's the unfortunate situation we're in. But we always were going to be young, but not as young as Dallas. Dallas and Dallas sells guys super early. Like they don't get much chance to show anything to them and they're gone the minute they get the right price. Like there's not even any type of like you know, if they could sell Pepe tomorrow they would. If the price is good, he's gone. They're not looking for that. You know, he might not even be there next season. That's how quick they are to sell people. So, yeah, a different vibe there. Um, and then they're in a weird, weird world because they got rid of a manager that was all about their development, like part of their development program. Now somebody new is sitting there. And so yeah, they're, they're a different world. Um, Marvin Chavez, I think play Vela as much as possible as possible. So start if he can. I just don't think he's informed to start. Not to be effective. I don't think it's there yet. And if he does, you're not going to get more than 60 out of him. And I don't know what kind of 60 that's going to be. <laughs> we know his skill. There's no question. I just health, man. I don't know. I don't want to rush him for anything. He'll go out there in a cane. I just don't. Yeah. Uh, Pookie's on here. Pookie Gomez says it's nothing personal. It's just business for Vela. Exactly. No, that, that's what you have to have to do. Good, good, good say, sir. Uh, Jason Lemus. It all depends on what Vela posts on social media. Well, tell me if he's still MIA. Seriously, I hope he shows up. I hope he. He kicks ass and makes us look stupid, right? Gets a hat trick, and we just can all just sit in the corner and cheer and be happy because we're moving on and fellas back. Uh, we just haven't seen that in a long I'm, time. I'm, I'm happy to look like an absolute fool. <laughs> Love it. 
I'm all about being a fool if my team wins. I'm good with it. Embarrass me, boys. Kill those guys. It's okay. Uh, right? I hope to be wrong. Uh, Marvin Chavez. Raheem starts again since he's more offensive, and we want to go on attacking in a lower-caliber team. I think Palacios is more offensive. Raheem is just more aggressive. Uh, and, I, and I trust Raheem more right now. Palacios has been the one guy that's pretty much given me the most headaches this year. On a personal level, I just there's stuff he does I don't get in his role. Like he, yeah, he forgets his role at times. Um, that's my I take. And Raheem's had his moments. Oh yeah, big ones. Um, but I think Raheem's building up. So, uh, Jason Lee Sebastian hasn't been getting playing time recently. No, um, it could just be again fresh, keeping guys fresh. Marvin Chavez is fall is fall injured. Uh, will they rest him? That's my assumption. We'll see. We'll see what happens when he comes off. He seemed pretty uh I don't know, still seemed upbeat after the fact. So we'll see what happens. He's a young kid, they recover quick. Let's see. Yeah, asked to be taken off, limped out, no reason to play him midweek. Yeah, no chances, right? I'm okay with that. I think we're all good with that. We have Blackman now. I feel good with Blackman out there. I do. I really do. Marvin Chavez, back three. Ibiaga Maria Farfan. Hmm. Could be. They've got yeah, the minutes. Be. Yeah, totally. Totally. Not 100%. Right? It's an option. Logical. Uh, Hooligan Hawks, let's get that win. Exactly. And Hooligan Hawks, let's hope our guys get through, especially for the ones who have been truly giving it their, their all. Yeah, right? Reward the guys putting in the work. Totally. Totally. That burp was loud. <laughs> who did that? I don't know. I'm not saying. Marvin laughing. <laughs> all right. Like, Dang. All right. So Marvin's the only one brave enough. I'll jokingly say to say, ah, there's my lineup. This is what I got. Good good on you, Marvin, for giving <laughs> your takes. We love the hot takes. We love the Marvin interjections, man. Thank you, man, for doing that. Um, like I said, it's good to have options in the back. We know we have to cycle things at this point with Minnesota. We have to have our best, best ready for Minnesota. So I do expect some early sub, earlier subs than expected normally. Uh maybe 10 minutes less for some of these guys than you would normally see simply because they need to be fresh for Minnesota. If you have a lead, if we're losing whatever, that's the moment. That's the one that you have to get. So at that point, all gets thrown in. Cause again, this is your final. Every match is a final from here on out. So you don't rest people unless you don't have to rest them. You kind of expect that too. Uh, but when we talk about certain guys moving in and out, they're kind of equals anyway. The ones we're talking about, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, Bam, uh, your take for this match? Um, yeah, as you said, it's win at all costs at the moment. Just got to get the win. Just throw people forward. The, the only time that you don't, if we're up 5-0 at halftime, yeah, take the foot up a little bit. But other than that, just do what we can to win. If it means that pl- everyone plays 90 minutes, get that ninth minute winner so be it right whatever it takes win ugly just win love it all right so it brings us to that moment my friends the final thought of the day from yes us the heart of lafc 
So Tony's Tony's got his fingers up. I'm gonna go to you, Bam, for your final thoughts, and then we'll give Tony the final thought. I shook it up on Tony. He was like, I'm so ready for this. <laughs> and then I went, Nah, you're gonna be the second half substitution. So you're in the Vela spot. Sorry, Tony. Uh our Danny Musovsky of the show, Bam, is getting the conversation. So Bam, <laughs> final thoughts, my friend. Final thoughts. Um to everyone that was in the on the weekends, from what I've been hearing, you all should have died from the heat, but you didn't, so keep it up. Um, I'm going to throw out to Philly from Defenders of the Bank, I want more lyrics. Give you to the end of the season, I want a recorded song by the end of the season. Whether that's five games, six, seven, eight games, doesn't matter. I want a recorded song at the end of the season. Dang. I mean, he so does have his experience that, in this, right? Mm-hmm. He does. He does. I, I can see a little bit of a collab with him and Sticks. So that so Philly, I know I know you watch our show. I know you listen to our show. End of the season, I want to record a song from you, and you know what song I'm talking about. His name was Chicho, Chicho Orango. Orango. <laughs> So to me, nice. that's my final thought for the day. There we go. Thank you, Bam. Ready for that. Tony, you have the floor, sir. Um, well, my final say is more of just thanks to everybody who listens to our pod. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Bam, for coming with me on this journey that we do and trying to grow as best we can. Um, also, a special shout-out. Thank you, Casey, for giving me the opportunities when you can and every time. So that's about it. And just thank everybody. Like at the end of the day, it's been a rough, tough season. So we just can't lose focus in our community and like the happiness that we have all around. So that's my final say for the day. Love it. Uh, I guess it's my turn, isn't it? So mm-hmm. first want to give a shout out to Philly and the scarf who lasted a full 90 minutes with the black army. Uh, this last match. They went the distance. I couldn't go to the distance for the first time in ever, ever. I've never had that moment. I'm still in the North End, but just a little higher up. Uh, they did it. Second row. Entire game. Giving it. Singing it. Doing the job. So shout out to them. I also want to give a shout out to the staff at ACFC, who actually put in the 90 as well. Uh, third row back. Uh, mm-hmm. Austin bringing them over. Uh, they did their. They held their own. Good on them. Good on them. It was good to see them. Uh, the buy-in in the North End was 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 good. Uh, shout out to everyone who stood for the 90, sang for the 90. The sound was still good. It was still strong. The flags were still waving. It was looking proper, uh, sounding proper. We were inspiring once again. So shout out to everyone who, who, who sacrificed that. I also want to give a shout out to everybody that's bought in to do their road trips for these last few games of the season. I'm hearing Minnesota and uh, Colorado are going to have a monster group. Good on you for the few that are going to travel to Dallas because we always travel everywhere. Thank you going midweek for something that's early game midweek, still sacrificing your, your hard-earned dough uh, and time uh, for the cause. So thank you for whoever's traveling out there. Uh, shout out to again everyone who's supported us since day one still supporting us new faces old faces all of you it, it's been one heck of a run for us highs lows this season we're in it now this is playoff time 
and uh, you're still here with us. So thank all of you for, for doing what you do. Uh, thank you everyone who put up with the new parameters in the stadium and made it in and uh, did it smooth. Uh, you did good on the day. Shout out to all of you for doing that. Uh, love for the players as well, getting us a win that we haven't had in a while um, and doing it in style and making it a show again and making it fun again. Thank you for making it fun. We needed that. We needed the playful mood. So um, on that note, again, I am beyond thankful for this this privilege, right, to come on and talk to all you guys. Um, big, big special shout-out to Tony and Bam, you guys putting up with me in the middle of the night. All these nights, setting stuff up, creating graphics, doing what we do uh, to come in each night. I will tell everybody that we will be on again on Thursday, uh, the follow-up to the Dallas match. And then I believe we're going to be back on to like a Monday again. And basically we're going to be Mondays and Thursdays as we have these midweek matches because we've got some Tuesday matches coming up too. Uh, <laughs> so Monday, Thursday is what to expect from us. Maybe we'll get a little visit on Instagram because, you know, we're having fun with that now too. But we will be around. We'll be out there. If you have questions, shout them our way, right? Send us the messages. We're here to answer them. Uh, and, of course, all the love and listening that we can get and all the likes we can get too. Again, thankful for all of it. On that note, of course, tradition dictates that we have to say what we have to say to to walk out of the room. So I'm just going to shout out the names. You guys call it, and we'll call this one an episode. Bam, you have the floor. Stay golden. Tony? Stay golden. And from me to all of you, stay golden. for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over